0: What's good everybody, welcome to another episode, episode 2-4, Kobe Bean Bryant, a flavor in your ear, and we are back and better than ever. If you're your first time guest, listen, this is the best time to be tuning in because we got the flow right, we got the vibes right, we bring you guys education, we bring you dope interviews with creatives, CEOs, senior directors, and there's so much to come because we're just getting started Oh, and who I am, I'm just the creator, the founder, the host of all of this. I go by Drew Watt. And if you were new to the podcast, I have to redirect you right now and tell you that if you're not following the Instagram, you are doing yourself a complete disservice. And what I need you to do right now is pick up that phone and type in Flavor In Your Ear. That's F-L-A-V-R on IG. And pretty much with the IG, it lets you stay in tune with what we're doing. It keeps you up to date. We post motivational posts We have dope-ass graphics We pretty much keep up-to-date with current events And it's its own vibe, honestly The same way that the podcast brings its own energy The Instagram has its own energy as well So, do yourself a favor and go and follow the Instagram Because you can keep up with what we're doing And just as a little spill before I get into what we have today Because I have a great episode in store but I want to shout out to all the people, shout out to the love that I've gotten and I've received in the past two weeks. Because for those who don't know, the podcast was actually highlighted on the Black Boy Joy 2020 page. Shout out to my homegirl, Madison, Pasadena stand up. She pretty much has an Instagram where it's dedicated to breaking the stereotypes and black males and interviewing a bunch of black creatives. And to my understanding, the flavoring your ear one. It's the second most viewed interview that she has done on that platform in particular. She also has one where she interviews a bunch of women creatives, and that's on her personal page. So go and check that out. My homegirl is Madison, and the project is the Black Boy Joy Project. Black Boy Joy 2020 Project. So, without further ado, I actually have another person to the podcast. We back-to-back. Ever since the uh, Black Boy Joy, I've been booked. I've been I've been popping I started with a dollar in the dream I got it out the mud, people Everything's a one-man army From the editing to, to the recording To the marketing And now I'm looking up And people want to be on the podcast And this was my vision From the beginning, right? And so It brings me much Joy To introduce My homie Who came in Because we talked about this We said we was going to do the podcast And I was going to come To his city Memphis, Tennessee But Due to circumstances that didn't happen, so what did he do? He tapped in with me and came to Nashville today. And so, let's get straight into it, my boy, the homie, my dog. What's up, Diego? What it do? What it, in do? What it do in the building? Diego's in the
1: building. Hey, y'all, uh, he slid me out, but we <laughs> you gonna start it out that way. He thought I was gonna call his ass out, but I'm in Nashville. We finna get it popping, yo. Yeah. It's Diego, real name is. Y'all yeah, ain't give my real name. Yeah, I hold on. You might come out later. But where can they follow
0: you, though?
1: Follow me on IG underscore underscore underscore. That's three underscores. D Sims underscore underscore. I know it's a lot. On Twitter, cool mode. That's me. You're going to see me. I ain't got dress no more, but you might see that picture anyway. But follow me on Twitter and IG. So yes,
0: bro, I appreciate you coming to the platform, bro. Like we said, we was gonna talk about this, do this for a long time now. And it finally came. We got the setup. We yes, got some tequila sir. right yes, here. Sir. We got some good woods in the kit. Yes, with some good dank in rotation.
1: Yeah, shout out to the plug. He know what's up. We gonna hear this too. So yes, sir. Appreciate what you got.
0: What you smoking on?
1: Ah, <sighs> this their mix pack, man. This Venom. what is it? Venom OG. I always call this shit Venmo. 'Cause you know how that money flow, but it's the venom OG. Ooh, that
0: sounds like an indica.
1: Oh, of course. All I smoke Indica. You know what Dolph said. I only smoke Indica, bro. <laughs> we we not do doing it. sativa, huh? None of that. I need that that I need that weed <laughs> that make it got a smoky lips, you feel me? So that's what I got. What else I got in this bag? Oh, a little jungle cake and a little north cake, so cake, you feel me? Anything that's gone. Make you smack them lips, make your hands sticky. Ooh. I hate when you, you know, maybe I'm getting off subject early, but I'm on this shit. I hate when you fucking rolling up and your hands get sticky and then you try to roll the wood or the paper and the shit break because the weed too sticky. Maybe that's only my problems. All right, Drew, back to you. man. I'm not finna start. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs>
0: Niggas who smoke meal like that ain't my problem. <laughs> I cannot relate.
1: Hey, hey. If you ain't, look, if you ain't buying a $10 gram, bro, just stop smoking, please. Please. Don't do that to your lungs.
0: No, please. Stop playing yourself. You're doing yourself a disservice to me, to you, to the environment. But anyway, before we get too much into that, bro, we go back a long time. We go back. That's for sure. It's at least seven years. You probably, you the first person that, one of the first people that I came across back in our college days,
1: Almost oh, definitely. Drew is actually the first person that I met at UT. That's the craziest thing about it. So go to Ignite. if for anybody who's been to college or whatever, uh, Ignite is the thing, you can move in early pretty much. So I'm there, we're walking in late. I'm in the back with him and this other guy named David. He's actually out of Nashville too. Well, he well. he's got locks. So I walk up to him I'm like, Hey bro, who do your who do your hair? Who cut your hair? It's like, Oh man, I, I cut it. I say, say no more, let me get your number. Uh we're gonna have to be friends because I need to get my hair cut and honestly it's been it's been locked in since then, bro. One of the one of the first people, one of the coolest people I ever met. Uh definitely family for me. Uh I done seen a lot with this guy, so look, one conversation about getting chopped turned into a lifelong friendship. I'll take it.
0: And it's really a blessing that I never chopped you because we probably wouldn't be friends. I almost I have been <laughs>
1: capping my ass off. I thought I could cut hair at the time. going to plug me up.
0: <laughs> I fucked up one person in UT. I was like, yo, I'm about to retire. But for those who don't know, I didn't introduce what you do. And you are actually... You work, you work at Nike, but don't let it go over your head top. What do you do
1: at Nike specifically? So, yeah, I'm the assistant head coach, uh, basically assistant store manager of a very, very popular store in Memphis. So talking uh, shit. That's just what we do, man, make big, big bucks. Every year we would have broke records last year if it was not for COVID. I'm not going to get into specifics. I will say because it's Nike, you know, multi-billion dollar brand, all views are mine. My right. views of Daryl Sims only not of my Employee but I'm gonna talk my shit And I ain't got nothing to do with Nike So I'm me, dog. Right. And so so Nike, don't, twisted, Nike don't come don't
0: be trying to Hate on what we got going on Try to call Nike and do all that Little player hating shit that whore shit Right These are strictly our Disney. views And our views only Let's get it So Assistant store Assistant Store Director,
1: Assistant Head Coach. Assistant. You know you got to think about Nike like uh, think about Nike like your team. You feel me? Right. So you got a head coach, you got an assistant head coach, got coaches, you got leads, and then you got athletes. So everything is the basically like a player on a team.
0: So what's a what's a typical role for you? Are you pretty much managing others, other employees? Are you managing the
1: products? Managing people, honestly, Uh, consumer experience to be specific. My job is to make sure when you come in that building, everything is enjoyable. Uh, You get the best experience when you walk in, best experience when you leave. We make you feel like you're at home. Nike's about selling that inspiration. So creating the culture, changing the environment, that's what I like to say my job is.
0: And one of the things that I've noticed is like a lot of the homies are now starting to really get into their bags with their careers. And you, in particular, you've been in Nike, if I'm not mistaken, five-plus
1: years? It'll be five years in October, actually. So, uh, yeah, got my start um, Well, retail, really, with Vans, just kind of a spot where I felt like I saw people look like me, could be like me. Uh, I got hella tats. I know there's no camera on here, but just tattoos, the hair, the, the swag, the whole nine, and Vans was it. Um, went through some stuff with them. They tried to give me eight fifty an hour, <laughs> working like four hours a week. I couldn't do that bullshit. Like what? Disrespectful. Uh, then I got the job at Nike though, uh, amongst some other stuff. Uh, ended up staying with Nike, you know, full time, and got the lead specialist position, and that was it from there. You feel me? I had to take a trip to study abroad. They was able to work with me and my schedule, so I could graduate school, still get my study abroad on in Rome, and then come back to start my management career there. So. Uh, Nike has a special place in my heart as far as companies, for sure. It's going to take me a lot to ever leave them.
0: I feel that. And do you feel that your love for Nike was because of your love for sneakers?
1: Yeah, I think sneakers and sport. um, And I always would say as a kid and just growing up, I always wanted to work at a place where I didn't have to stress going to work every day. Like, one of the things I never wanted to do was wake up in the morning and be mad, like, damn, I got to go to work. Like, I just feel like as a kid in our generation, we were taught so much about uh, just structure. Like, go at this time, go to school, go to college, get a job, work there for the rest of your life, get a house, have kids. And it's like, well, if I'm going to have to go to work, if I'm going to have to make money, I'm not going to be upset every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, once I kind of got involved with Nike, especially on that management level, um, Work's fun. Like, it's literally fun. Not to say it doesn't come with challenges. I mean, what job doesn't? But it's it's fun. Uh It's enjoyable. There'll be no other job that a nine-to-five job, hell no, nah, that's going to hit like Nike. So, mm-hmm. if I ever leave Nike, the plan is to do something for me.
0: Right. And start your own.
1: Definitely. Uh Hands-on, mom-and-pop with the boys, right. uh, with my wife solo. Uh But anything I do is going to have to be tied back to me or what I do. The majority of creating of the schedule, the product, the cost. um, I don't think I can work another nine to five. That's not going to be similar to Nike. That's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, no, Understandable. I want to ask you this because obviously they can't see you. They don't know how hard... They don't know how you... What I'm trying to say is the people, the viewers, those who know you, they know what I'm about to say. And they know what I'm about to mean when I say this. But those who don't know... Don't understand this is probably the freshest nigga that I know and, and and I say that humbly because But by far the freshest homie that I
1: know Respect bro, respect, appreciate and it And
0: let's get into that, let's break that down What started, what, what came first? The love for clothes or the love for shoes?
1: Shoes always, but first I'm going to say again, respect bro Uh takes one to know one, that's what I always say so uh, respect That's to that But it was shoes uh, I got pictures My mom will show me pictures I got the little First shoe picture I ever know I got like the King Griffey Junior's, The Ooh. white joints on And the second one uh, That I can remember Vividly is the White Cement it's a, It's a baby You still so, got those shoes? Don't have either pair Bro I be looking I be like
0: Damn what happened To the old shoes I used to have bro?
1: Nah it's just I mean you grow up You, you feel grow me? up And parents They'll give it away But like, I, I got a baby, I got a son now, so, you know, I am fortunate enough to work for a shoe brand, so I get this, man, everything. I'm going to keep some of it, some of it I'm going to give away, but I want him to see it, like, hold some of those baby joints, especially, like, the OGs. That's the key. That's an OG for everything, so.
0: No, no, I can tell that the love for shoes and fashion run deep. It's just because little man be fresher than grown-ups out here, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, shout out to the family. Yeah, big shout out to my wife, Katrina. What's up, baby? Shout out to my boy Juice, aka D three, AKA Little Me, aka Dale. Uh, That's his government name. Don't none of y'all go. We're trying to report that. That's the family holding it down. Straight out of Memphis 10. Shout out to the
0: family. The second, the second married man that I brought up to the podcast, man. Black men, we are. We we up.
1: Hey, we up. Just dancing. Don't worry.
0: Come on. While all these other brands is tearing down black man, we uplifting up up here and flavoring your ear. Come on now. Um, but I wanted to ask you if you can make an estimate. How much do you think you spend a, a year or even a month on fashion? Have you ever? Have you ever budget? Have you ever Quiet thought about? It?
1: Quiet. Why are we doing this? Right
0: <laughs> we can't. We can't expose that. <laughs>
1: I got a budget, so I keep a little budget.
0: Just a rough um, estimate, like give it. Don't even gotta give the
1: specifics. Fuck, man. I try to keep it under five hundred, just to be honest. Um, uh, and five hundred dollars.
0: Five hundred dollars
1: a month. A month. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, it sounds crazy, but um, no, just, I'm a deal. Like bad. I love going for deals, and like my thing with the fashion is you gotta wear it. And I think sometimes people be trying to get the clothes because of what it say. Uh, but you got to be able to put that shit on and wear it and make it look good. So it ain't always about the name; it's about how you dress that mm-hmm. shit.
0: Five hundred ain't bad though, bro. I thought you was about to hit me with the five thousand a month.
1: Nah, nah. If I'm spending five k a month, I shouldn't be working nowhere.
0: Right. Right. How uh, much you think that? But I know. But see, you you the hunt, you the plug when it comes to this shit. Like you said, you find the discounts, you buy it at the low. Don't let that go over your head. So how if somebody wasn't getting the discounts? and was buying the shit that you buy off StockX uh, off for retail how much you think they would be spending
1: Uh, easily over a band maybe 1300 1400 easily it just depends like like I said I'm an OG guy so like I look for Uh, Anything OG is kind of my style Uh, Really different with the pants and the tops I just like to mix and match But it's all about quality for me I'm big on pieces Get you a piece, rock it And match it up with your sneakers But the sneakers is the main thing Sneaker game is fucking insane right now Uh, Honestly, that's what's what's crazy It's it's honestly oversaturated But it shouldn't be like that Do you Uh, think it's
0: ever going to slow down?
1: I think it's going to slow down for sure I think it's going to hit a wave and come back it's going to ebb and flow. I remember not being able to buy shoes at all. Like, I am I remember not being able to buy shit. I remember mm-hmm. getting one pair of J's a year. I remember getting team Jordans for my grandma. Like, it's not always been sweet. Right. That's why I'm not on that resale, resale, resale. Yeah, I buy this shit for shit. me. Like, yeah, I remember when way. I couldn't have it. So, it's a difference. Like, it, it hits different. Uh, I do think it'll slow down to answer the question, but... Uh, it'll go up and down. Like Does the
0: already. resale market upset you?
1: It just depends. Sometimes when people get crazy with it, uh, when you're sitting on five hundred pairs of shoes, six hundred pairs of shoes, and there's people who want to wear them, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, why are we doing this? But uh, other than that, nah, you shouldn't you shouldn't pay three fifty for a pair of ones. I'm just putting it like that. One should be one seventy five straight up. Get it and go home, but right that I, we know that's not gonna happen,
0: not at all. Which so, what are the hottest shoes out right now?
1: Air Jordan 1s for sure, uh, that's like top of the line. Dunks right now is the main thing. Yeezy been doing this thing the Yeezy slides, any foam runners if you're trying to get sneakers, uh, the Yeezy, anything Yeezy, honestly, is gonna go. Um, Jordan 1. Bread colorways are the main thing. I still got to do some little design. The off-white really catching the wave. Like, just normal off-white, not even a collab with the Nike. Um, lots of Converse going on right now. Mm, converse. But, honestly, it's like, I would say vintage, but it's vintage collab. Mm-hmm. Like Everything's collab now. It's like mm-hmm. working with another brand is kind of the big thing.
0: If you had to give the viewers a shoe that right now is overlooked, but you feel like that is going to have its way pretty soon. Phone positive. Ooh, Come on, Quick Talk. Talk to me nice.
1: AKA Pennies uh, represent the city. Uh, Why do you Mikey think the Pennies coming party. back? Why do you think. Virgil. Uh, you know, Virgil mm-hmm. always does a little fashion show or whatever. And you remember back when. They did the Madison Square Garden. Kanye West plugs up to the venue in Madison Square Garden and yes, lights man. it up. And then what happens to Yeezy? They go through the Sky roof. Riding. You feel me? So like uh Virgil's kind of one of those people influences influences, excuse me, I can't talk, influences the culture. Uh remember when he released the 10, the yeah. off white, the Presto, the Vapor Max, the Blazer, the Yeah, MS everything he does goes brazy. And it goes nuts. So like uh, he was spotted wearing a foam posit. At a fashion week. So, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to be the next oh, So, silhouette. he was just
0: spotted. It hasn't.
1: It's nothing confirmed yet. But mm. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next with That phone posits about to. in the sneaker world is going to go crazy. Mm. So, that's what I'm calling.
0: The phone posits. okay. phone positive. Okay. Sure. And there's two different
1: phone posits for all y'all people who not into. You got your air phone posits and you got your penny phone. So, uh, anybody who know Penny Hardaway, one cent. The penny farms don't have a Nike sign on the side. Yeah. They got the One Cent logo on the back underneath the tongue. I mean, not the tongue. Underneath, like, the heel tab. The air foam posits got the swoosh on it. Uh, okay. Still a foam positive, okay. but you got your penny foams and your air foam posits, So. Which one's more valuable? It just depends on the colorway, honestly. Uh, penny foams mm-hmm. are always going to typically hold more value. They got some of the sweeter colorways. So. I was going to say penny foams.
0: Which shoes are museum pieces? Ones that you hold, don't really wear unless you at the all white party on the yacht. Versus the sneakers that you need to cop and you need to wear them, bitches.
1: Only shoes I hold are Elevens, retro Elevens. That's my favorite shoe. Again, retro Elevens. You get the Christmas shoe. People have lost their lives over of that shoe. Crazy stories. the dude getting duct taped to a chair at a finish line or some shit. Sheesh. Uh, at they, the finish line? They robbed the store uh, for the 11. So Was he an employee? Uh, I think it was the manager. Damn. Yeah. Uh, you can look him up. Like It's a story, it's, it's always a crazy story every year about the Retro 11 release. But Retro 11 is the only shoe that I hold and I only wear on special occasions. Every other shoe I get, I got to put it to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep a section of my shoes that's dead stock and I wear them when I get to them. But I put my shoe to the floor at least within that first week or two. Got to yeah. yeah,
0: this time last year, a lot of shit was we was locked in the house. Shit was crazy. Um, I think in a few months, I don't think it was right now. But when everyone was rioting and they was having the, I'm not gonna say rioting when they was having the protests, and of course followed by some rioting in certain areas. And most of the big cities got hit up. Did Joe Nike store in particular was at, at risk at all of getting? No, nah, we
1: didn't get hit. Uh... We didn't get hit at all. We was, like, in a gated community. Uh, people don't know. It's, it's tucked away. I ain't going to give too much detail on the store because now he be tripping. But it's tucked right. away for sure. Uh, not to say that we couldn't have gotten here, but if you if you were coming there, there was a lot of stuff that was going That you got to get through. It's not like it's just on Melrose. Yeah, them bigger stores really got targeted for sure. Uh, New York, L.A., Atlanta. Any place that kind of had, like, a, a scene for it. Glass, yeah. That's easy access. So mm-hmm. for certain.
0: How does somebody have get access into the Memphis distribution center? You gotta work
1: there. Honestly, you gotta work there or know somebody who worked there. It's one or the other. You can't just walk in there. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about it. Like you can't just walk in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta know, gotta have a number, you gotta you gotta know somebody to get there. So mm-hmm. it's like it's on a little Nike it's always its own little city. It's kind of its you got to be community. invited, pretty, pretty much. If you don't work there, pretty, pretty much, yeah. So Somebody like, has to put you on a pass just to come into the building.
0: You know what this remind me of? And this is super random, but I used to know this one dude. He dated my grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. Man, his name was Matt Matt was from Memphis. Mac used to come out here date my granny. Slide through real quick to the Jew to Juliet. And you know, like, yeah, Mac was, was the, the Mac was the Nike guy, bro. Mac used to Trunk fool. Well, well, and see this is where I'm about to get into the story. Mac used to bring me Nike shirts mm-hmm. and shit. And I just knew him just to work at Nike. I'm thinking I didn't know shit. I was a young dude straight out of California. All I knew was vans and chucks, right? But I, I didn't know about no J where to get no J's. I didn't know I ain't know nothing even about Memphis. I think back on that. I'm like, bro, this man was only bringing me little t-shirts, and but he was the plug the whole time, man. Fuck you, Matt. <laughs> this whole time, you could have been bringing man, me retros, dog. To
1: the barber sitting at the barbershop shop all day cooking. And <laughs> yeah, so you you So does brother?
0: everybody in the Nike store have access, even? I mean, to getting J's and yes to inviting people. Yes and no. Inviting like you got to
1: always think about limited product, too. Right. You can invite everybody you want, but most product is going to be available only to Nike employees. The key is, like, the discount, like, most, to be honest. Uh, but if you're a sneakerhead, like, you're going to get the shoe without worrying about discounts or nothing like that, but... Um, everybody don't have access to that specific product right. some product is reserved specifically to the employees and again you got to think about it, like quantity if a shoe's hot that's not gonna give us 30,000 pair Like mm-hmm. you gotta break it up amongst all your stores so what's beneficial for us is sometimes we get shoes coming back in which is helpful so
0: yeah yeah no that right, brought us that's amazing. I didn't expect us to dive into the shoe culture, but because you're so knowledgeable about shoe culture, I'm like, it would be a disadvantage to
1: It's what we do, and it's more than just Jays too for all y'all sneakerheads. It's yeah. more than Jays. Yeah. It's more than Jordan 1s. Yeah,
0: let them know. Yeah. Where wear other shit. Diversify. Diversify.
1: Can I cuss on you? Yeah, I'm talking I about shit. guess it's like <laughs> shit.
0: Hell yeah. What do you think the state of the world is do you think it's in a good place right now
1: fearful honestly fearful yeah i think it's a. Uh, just portions of the world uh everybody ready for it to open back up i believe like to truly open back up so that that's
0: why i feel like it's more optimistic than fearful. i think
1: it's fearful off the strength of like not knowing what's safe or what's next more so um
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i know uh i don't really want to talk too much about the presidential piece of it but. Just with like losing Trump, getting Biden, um, trying to see what Biden's about. Uh, we're opening back up, borders getting crossed. It's just a lot of. Uneasy. Bombs getting dropped. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot. It's a lot of shit going on. And I, I do think we're ready uh, as far as like a nation and a United States for sure. But niggas is like. Terrified, they're they trying to pass something in Memphis where if you're over 21, you can legally own and carry a gun.
0: Oh, uh, I think it's for
1: all of Tennessee. See, that's nuts. Like, you don't like that? Hell no. <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I at least like you getting a license, bro. Like, damn, bro. Permanently you permanently carry just like I mean, get it how you live, but. Yeah. I hope it put some put some respect in some people's mind, cause niggas will kill you at. Do you
0: think it will cause more crime, or do you think it'll be to do the opposite now, where you be less likely to do something because you think everybody's strapped?
1: I think it's people, bro. People gonna kill people. Like, right. It's not the guns, it's the people. So. Right. I just it may increase for a little bit, but. I think that's gonna happen regardless of if the guns that are there or not. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a believer that people do the killing, not the guns. So right, right, right. Gotta be responsible.
0: Yeah, but it's interesting that you feel like we, it's more fearful.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Someone's telling me that like, everything's just uneasy. Uh, housing, stock market, like, it's a, the best way I can describe it in my, in my mind, like, it, it could be me, goddammit, like, it's so much access like if like the internet made it feel like the world never really stopped so like
0: right
1: we were closed in locked in and locked away but everything that we knew is normal in a sense kept going but it was just virtual exactly uh, exactly concerts and, and now we're about to open back up and it's trying to get everybody to spring back to normal. Like, we're in a rush to go back to normal. But, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's well, You think we're not ready? The, I just think that's out of the question. I don't think we really gonna... I don't think we'll ever go back to what it was, like, originally. There's always gonna be some uneasiness. Um, and I want everything to open back up. But I, I feel like the mask are one thing that may be here to stay, like, for certain states. I've
0: always said that, too. I've always said that, too. And people... Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's leaving Especially in big events Like now People are so accustomed I still get weird now When everybody's Breathing up on my neck It's yeah, like,
1: yeah. It's uneasy It's just I don't know And Like I said Maybe I'm wrong About the fearfulness But I just feel like We yeah. gotta Just continue Moving forward Before it's Right It's all Yeah Everything's good I'm good The world's good So uh, I don't know mm. Where do
0: you think Twenty years from now looks like
1: a lot more technology, a lot more advancement. Um, it's funny we always thought it was gonna be flying cars, but the cars not flying; they're just driving themselves now. Driving. Yeah. So uh, probably a lot more of some things like that, like autonomous, like cars, autonomous robotics in your kitchen, autonomous appliances. Um, that's what I think more so programming like things kind of forming the routines for you. Uh unfortunately that does breed like some laziness, but it makes you give time or have time to give more attention to other stuff. So it's always how you use the time in my opinion. Uh but 20 years I think just a lot more autonomous objects mm-hmm. just being in constant use every day. Yeah. Just um, innovation. Just imagine like a 18 weather uh, an autonomous 18 weather yeah, going down the highway, transporting.
0: Yeah, transporting goods. I heard that they might even have their own separate highways. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think Tesla, if I'm not mistaken, is already test driving an 18 wheeler or a yeah. big body autonomous. And I think
1: that's the that's in my opinion what 20 years looks like. So I remember working in BMW and seeing the autonomous pickers for the first time. Like, and I know I'm country, y'all. Yeah. I said pickers. I know I'm probably sounding like pickers, but. Uh, autonomous pick packers. Uh, like I think that's a job that's gonna phase out pick packing in general. Like,
0: yeah, it's insane. That's, yeah, robots can do that. Do you think there'll be autonomy within the Nike distribution center?
1: Most definitely. It's some um, now, but uh, and I don't work distro over there, but I'm sure it's coming. So you think jobs are at risk? I think jobs everywhere are at risk. That's Anywhere manufacturing, just to be perfectly honest. Like, service industries, I think, are going to be a little different. People are going to always kind of lean towards their human interaction.
0: And that's unfortunate because once upon a time, they, our country used to be built on, manufacturing. And
1: now, I think it definitely will, but it's going to be more like machine-operated people who know how to operate machines. Machines
0: and watch over it. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's, and I don't think every uh, company, but manufacturing is going to take a hit at some point. Like mm-hmm. autonomy and what you can get mm-hmm. versus what manual labor costs, it's not...
0: Or rather buy the robot. And, and then you just fix your robot. Yeah, and let it work for me for 30 years or just fix it, and give it an update every year I or so. I don't pay you a
1: pension. I don't pay you overtime. I don't pay you 401k. I just, you're a robot and I fix it.
0: Yeah. All so, you got to worry about is overhead, I guess, and mm-hmm.
1: depreciation. I think, I don't know. I think a lot of jobs are at risk. Like, a lot of jobs. <laughs> I... More yeah. than just manufacturing, and I don't know like some of the jobs that I risk, but like with the virtual teaching, like I'm glad school's going back, but virtual teaching, like there's a generation of kids who are gonna miss who missed a year of education, hundred percent. Like they lost a year of their childhood.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine, bro. I mean, <laughs> being being in diving into education and diving into inner city education at that. Knowing that some of these kids, knowing where some of these backgrounds and how these kids are raised, Mm -hmm. and knowing that a lot of times, especially I was in middle school, a lot of times school was kind of like a a drop off Mm -hmm. to the kid because if they're not in school, what else they gonna be doing? Exactly. And to think that they was at home for like certain kids was at home for a whole year.
1: Yeah, and then you got parents. uh, My wife's a teacher. Shout out to the teachers. Right. Shout Shout out out to to anybody who's a teacher. Y'all deserve more. Y'all deserve a raise uh if you're a teacher and you deal with children thank you um but you got parents who don't care about child's a child's education or a hundred percent or they have to work or they're gonna do the work for the child or like it just doesn't matter in their house like a hundred percent so now kids aren't even getting their education and they're just gonna get pushed through <laughs> yeah. so now you lose a, a year of interaction as a child developing sharing skills learning skills talking skills like and you don't get any like work done yeah that sucks man that's one of the hardest things when you teachers have to catch it though like teachers yeah the teachers i
0: was gonna say that's one of the hardest things when it comes to being an educator is because like you're not only dealing with the kid but you understand that you have to deal with you have to approach the kid understanding knowing that their background isn't meant like their parents don't value Education, so it's like how the hell do I reach somebody whose parents don't value it, the people they're around don't value it, how do I reach them to make them value it, and it's not an easy task.
1: No, shout out to the teachers, man, because y'all truly care, especially the teachers who get it all, who go the extra mile, man. Uh, Teachers are great, man. It's all about how you approach that child and how you don't give up on a child, because I definitely remember my kindergarten teacher. Uh, If you put in that work, that child's going to remember you, so... Nah, man. This is every day, bro. This is regular. Uh life's crazy. I I just life's crazy. Everybody got a story. So, yeah. Nah, Life is insane.
0: Now nah, that's beautiful, man. Look. Look. We've been here chopping up game for almost damn near an hour. I think we gave the people something really good today, I think. They left with plenty of gems. I feel like we can keep talking, but... Oh, we can do this all night that's long. The,
1: that's the crazy part about it. Yeah,
0: but we got more tequila to pull up. We got more things to roll up. We got places to be. So, with that being said, we have to... Like, I tell a lot of my guests, Diego, you my boy. You family, dog. You know you have another spot to come back on here well, I gotta and get talk your out, shit. Huh? <laughs> but you gotta get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Nah, nah, we gon' we me and I, we gonna turn up. So we about to get the fuck up out of here and these viewers about to get up out of here. So people, like I said before, if you haven't already, go and tune in to the Instagram page that is flavor f L A V R in your ear. And we also have I have my personal Twitter pages. We're taking donations. Like I said, this is a one-man army. Everything we do and produce is coming from one. And so we take donations, please feel free to give those. Cash app is in the link in the bio, in the Instagram. Also, the YouTube page is up. We got two videos on the way. We're talking about NT, NFTs, crypto, and we're talking about money Antonio Brown. Sports, crypto, money, education. What else could you ask for? What else could you, what else do you need? So, I'm Drew Up. This was another episode. Yo, Diego. Before you get out of there, where can they find you one more time in case they didn't hear you the first time?
1: All right, Instagram. I'm on it right now, actually. Three underscores d sims. Two underscores. Twitter. Cool mod. Just let me know. Hit that what follow button. I'ma say like Hit That follow button. I'll follow you back. It's been a pleasure, Drew.
0: As always, my brother. So, people, it was great having y'all be back for the next episode and just like that we out yo